Hey, Hillary. Hello. I am so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. This has been, for me, like years in the making because I have seen you live so many times. I was thinking about it today when I was like, getting ready. I was like, I think I've seen you like five or six times now or something like something crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like because I've seen you at like so far shows. Yep. I've seen you at Rockwood. I've, I've seen you at Rockwood like twice. I've done a, I've done a lot of Rockwood. <laughs> yeah, so Rockwood's a great venue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so, so excited. So thank you for coming in. Yeah, I've been waiting, waiting for this album. So me I'm too. Psyched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been working on it for a while, I feel like. Yes. I mean, uh, before we talk about that, I want to know a little bit about like your background in music and when you started playing music. Yeah, totally. I mean... As lots of singers will tell you, I guess, I've kind of been singing since I could talk. Um, there's like little recordings of me at three years old singing my my own little compositions and improving. My my dad is a jazz guitarist and he's uh, he's based in Vermont with my, my whole family. And he um, also had a recording studio in our house growing up. And so there's like a recording of me singing Puppies Are So Nice. It's like my <laughs> hit from Hillary at three years old, <laughs> um, which so nice. maybe which I'll gift true. you with at some day. And yes. it's very true. Yes. yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sia agrees. I don't know if you know that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas song. The Christmas song. Puppies Are Forever. Exactly. Not just for Christmas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it goes way back to that. And then, um, yeah, I had like a girl group in middle school, as lots of us do as well. Um was in band, tried the flute out for a minute. That didn't work out. Uh, and then I, you know, I really started getting into songwriting uh, when I got a guitar around age 15. Uh, and I, you know, I'll never be as good at guitar as my my dad is, but, um, you know, he showed me the ropes anyway, and it really got me going on that path. Um, I also was really into musical theater at the time, so I have that background. Um, and then... I moved to New York at 18 oh. uh, to go to Wagner College, which is on Staten Island. Got a vocal scholarship to go there. Um, and I thought maybe I still wanted to go the musical theater direction. Um, but I, I, you know, I found myself drawn to the city and I was like, kind of like, what am I doing in, in Staten Island? I've got an internship in the city, uh, seeing all these shows in the city. And I sort of shifted directions, um, took some time off and really worked more on my songwriting and formed a little like jazz group uh, and I focused on jazz and songwriting from from there out and then I transferred to the new school and I went there I went to Eugene Lang the liberal arts school for mm -hmm. music and culture and media studies and I took a lot of classes at the jazz school and that's where I met um, my still current piano player Matthew Watanabe um, I also met Anthony during this time Anthony Farina my guitarist um, through Craigslist, actually. No way. <laughs> yes. Wow. Craigslist Music Classifieds. Um, and I joined uh, his then rock band, Cheers to Fall. Um, and so we we did that for a minute. Um, and then from there, I was like, no, I'm not going to do jazz. I'm not going to do rock. Like pop has always really been my my calling. Um, and those were like all of my songs that I'd written over the years. Maybe up until that point weren't very good but they're always kind of rooted in pop and uh so i just from there formed my own pop band um with anthony and matthew and a couple other guys from the new school um and and it, it sort of went from there wow yeah. so music has literally been 
ingrained in you forever. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I mean, you grew up in a yeah. musical family and then you've done music forever. That's amazing. Yep. That's definitely. really, really cool. Yep. Um, who were some of the artists you listened to growing up? Um, all over. I mean, my my dad was Beatles obsessed, and so that was one of my early obsessions as well. Um, the Spice Girls. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, when you said girl yeah. group, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I hope it was like a pop like, Spice Girls. Let's be group. real. It was yeah. definitely based off of that. <laughs> <Yeah. Good. laughs> um, Jewel, you know. And then I also had a lot of jazz influences growing up, and more in my teen years. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Dana Krall. Um, uh, Anita Baker and yeah, just a lot of the classics and yeah. And then I also started getting into like, I discovered Sarah Bareilles when I was 16, when she came out with or 17, maybe when she came out with little voice uh, and I was like, Oh, this is what I want to do. Yep. So that was a big one in my teen years for sure. And that's when I started discovering that whole genre. Um, yeah, that yeah. makes so much sense to Sarah Bareilles with like your music even now, because she is also semi like musical theater at least with like waitress but her music yeah. is is uh you know it's like pop but also ha has like a theatrical route to it as well totally that makes sense very melodic yeah yeah, yeah. and that f that first album from her oh uh, forget about it i gravity. can't even i can't even listen to that now without like how can you listen to that without crying nothing beats <laughs> gravity like no. is she i mean she, everything she does is is like a beautiful little gem to yeah, me she's so talented but gravity i think she actually wrote that song when she was maybe 19 or something no. yeah it's like one of her earliest songs that she wrote and it ended up on the album because of course it's so good yeah um yeah that whole album is wow. brilliant did you hear her performing that with alicia keys on like it was just like an instagram live or something ridiculous oh uh, yeah when they kind of traded off yeah or, or it, something they like did some i don't know what the, the i don't know what it was for what the video was for but it was like the two of them performing live and I like together. Right. And I don't know, it was really cool. No, I saw that. I saw that. I, I love Alicia as well. Me too. But. I know we just talked about Sarah Bareilles. What are some other current artists that inspire your sound today? I would say, I mean, Ingrid, Ingrid has always been up there mm -hmm. too. Ingrid Michaelson. Oh, um, winter song, them together. Yeah, is, them together. Oh, <laughs> Another <perfect>. one. Another <laughs> sparkly little gem there. Yeah. Um, a recent one, Mitski, you know, Bon Iver, I listen to a ton mm -hmm. and my stuff is not at all like Bon Iver, but I feel like there's like little snippets of inspiration that you can really find from those beautiful songs. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, who else? Leon. Do you know Leon? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm listening to her yeah. a lot. Um, she has kind of an Adele vibe to her. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'm an Adele fan, too. Yeah. Who's not an Adele? <laughs> Who's not? I mean, you have to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I also just listen to a lot of like local artists who are in the same world as me like i think that you've interviewed peter wise before mm -hmm. yep. i'm a huge peter wise fan love him. Love him. um melissa mcmillan i don't know if you know her no. yeah she's really wonderful like jazz r&b pop um vocalist um yeah a lot of inspiration which Always. is great yeah well it's awesome that you know we're here we live here and we can constantly be inspired by like you said even just like local artists ones right. around us so yeah all the time i yeah. sometimes just will pop into rockwood just to, you know, maybe there'll be a band that I know that's playing, but I'll just come early or stay late and you get introduced to these. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's how I found out about Peter Wise. Right. Is that your oh, Rockwood oh, show? Oh, yeah, that's right. I think he opened for you or you played together. This yeah, is, oh, yeah we have. This is talking years ago. Like, this is probably 2017. Okay. Um, what is your songwriting process like? It changes. Uh, I would say that sometimes a song will happen very quickly from an emotional place um 
where I'm like really feeling something deeply and I channel it into, you know, I kind of circle around on the different instruments. Like if I'm feeling the piano, then I'll just go for that. Um, and sometimes it's so fast. Like I wrote magic in a couple of hours, I think wow. maybe like the, the root of the song in an hour. Um, and then there's other times when, you know, it's a little bit, there's like a spark of something, but it's not as much of a catharsis. Um, and I'll just take a quick voice memo of a little melody or a whole verse that I come up with or something. And then, you know, either keep working on it in that day or circle back to it at a later time and, um, and flesh it out. But yeah, it's, there's, there's no rules really. And I don't really do it in one way. It's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of, you know, kind of across the board. And I, I like being able to, you know, try something on the piano. If it's not working out, I'll go over to the ukulele and be like, Oh, maybe this will work better. Um, inspire something else or, you know, then I'll go over to the guitar and, you know, just keep making the rounds. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what instruments do you play? Are those your... Those are the three. Those your, yeah, those are the, the three. three. babies. Yeah. Those and are you, the babes. you play them all live too, right? Like I've seen you play ukulele live. Yep. Uh, do you play piano live? Or usually have a pianist? I will... I'm not like the best piano player to be fully real. I can write, I can play <laughs> I can play piano enough to, to write songs, which yeah, is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, and a great tool. But yeah, I've, I usually... We'll play piano like at a Rockwood show. I'll do like a song or two mm-hmm. on piano. I wouldn't want to do a whole set by myself yeah. on the piano. Yeah. Yeah. It's intimidating. <laughs> I'm going to rely on Matthew for that because yeah. he's just a genius at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Said, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Enough piano, guitar being the the first thing that I that I learned. Um, so yeah, if I'm doing a solo gig, it'll just be like guitar and uke usually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's, is that what you'd play at like a so far show? Guitar and uke yeah, usually? Yeah, exactly. Nice. Sweet. Totally. And I love so far shows. Me too. Like, yeah. Like the, the best. It's such a great tool for both artist and uh, venue. I mean, everyone, you know, yeah, so it's far. A win-win yeah. All. all across the board. Yeah. Yeah. So I always make new friends and fans from those totally. shows, which is awesome. Totally. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about your new album coming out. Yeah. Uh, May 22nd. Yep. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, the Way Back Home. Yes. I am so, so excited. Like I said, I've been like waiting. I remember I asked you, I think at a Rockwood show last year, I remember being like, I want to interview you, but I want wait for new music. And you I were remember. Like, and you were I like, remember. I'm working yeah. on a full length. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, where the hell is this full length? But yep. you, you, you took your time for good reason. Yep. <laughs> you know, it wasn't as it wasn't as planned. Like this thing was meant to come out maybe like a year ago. And yeah, just things happen. Life happens, you know, totally. like both for me and for the production, uh, you know, life got in the, in the way a little bit. And that's fine because ultimately I feel like the timing, it was kind of a blessing because I spent like the whole last year, um, really focusing on like myself and my health in a different way. And I think that sort of sparked the, the moon release mm-hmm. idea. So I don't know if that would have come to fruition if it hadn't have taken so long. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Well, it's okay. I mean, it was only so long. Like I was just, yeah, you're, you're just, you're waiting. And I love yeah. that. I love that. <laughs> so, but no, it did work out perfectly because what I love even more is how unique this is all like rolling out. I think it's the coolest thing. Totally. So you're releasing this in four parts, yes. right? Yeah. Um, with all of the four lunar cycles. Correct. Can you explain this to people who are just tuning in now who might not know? Totally. Yes. So it's definitely um, a little funky, a little different uh, plan in terms of a release. So I, based on lyric content, 
decided to pair each song um, with each moon phase, depending on what the um, the spiritual rep- representation of that you know respective moon phase. So the moon um, is you know it happens in a monthly cycle: um, new moon, waxing moon, full moon, and waning moon. And then within the waxing and waning moon, there are three phases as well. So technically there's eight phases altogether. I've kind of, I, I thought it through with the songs and I was like, I don't think I can space it out by eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll just take yeah. way too long yeah, yeah. and be very complicated. So grouped it into the four. That's cool. Um, yes. But yeah, so the first groupings of songs, which are out now, mm-hmm. um, are happened with the new moon a couple of days ago. And the new moon represents like new beginnings, setting intentions, um, a fresh start, clean slate. Uh, and so I chose the songs that were fitting with that in mind. Um, and that just kind of paralleled that. And then I did the same thing for the rest of the songs on the album. I thought about like lyric content, the overall vibe of the song. Um, so the next grouping of songs is going to be four songs that come out with the, um, with the waxing moon, which is like action happening, like setting, you know, setting it up, everything that you maybe wrote down in your journal about intentions, like planting the seeds to actually make it happen, getting grounded and like stepping forward. Uh, And then the full moon, it's about harvest, which maybe lots of people have heard that before in Mm -hmm. songs and stuff, harvest moon. Um, (laughs) And it's also a time when, uh, you know, the technically speaking, the sun and the moon are on opposite sides of the earth. So it's, you know, energies are strong. And this is why people, sometimes can't sleep with the full moon Mm -hmm. or they feel a little nutty, including myself. Um, And so I have one song that kind of mirrors that energy uh, coming out with the full moon on uh, April 7th. Uh, And then the last segment is the waning moon, which is, you know, once you've put all these things into action, you've harvested, you've gone through this kind of like wild phase, uh, it's time to like release and and let go and just let it be. Um, And that's what that last grouping of songs is about. Uh, Yeah. So that's the that's the whole plan. And what an amazing plan. Like, I've never heard of an album coming out like this before. So at least, you know, that that's very special. Yeah. You know, no matter what happens with it, I'm excited that we were able to put it out in a unique way that's meaningful to me and hopefully some other people. It's, you know, the whole the whole album really has this sort of reflection of of balance. And I think that that comes through with the whole moon and the sun and and all of that so yeah so your first release was with the new moon and it was you could be the moon and slow motion Mm -hmm. i want to play both those songs today um can you first tell me a little bit about you could be the moon yeah for sure you could be the moon actually also was sort of the you know the the kickstart of this whole thing because if i didn't have a song that was about the moon then it may (laughs) also maybe wouldn't have made as much sense this whole thing so Yes. So that's it's really the starting point for the whole album. So that's why I wanted to start with the song. And I actually wrote this song like six years ago. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, and I just, yeah, for the longest time, wasn't sure how to produce it, um, where it made sense. And um, John Roberts, the producer of the whole album, he really loves the song and was able to like put it in the right sort of pocket and breathe this new life into it. And make it sound cohesive with the rest of the album, too. Because this song has a little bit of like a throwback vibe to Mm -hmm. it, too. Um, So I think he did a really good job of that. And um, yeah, the song I I wrote 
over a, you know, not in one, it was, wasn't a one sitting song, but it was inspired by, um, I went to London like a few years prior writing the song and, and was like wandering around feeling kind of lonely and lost. And so that's where a lot of the lyrics, um, stem from. I was also reading the book, uh, good night Berlin at the time. Uh, and it's very poetic and I actually just like went into the book and sort of like pulled little inspirations from that for the song. Uh, and yeah, it's just overarching about like letting, letting loneliness be okay. And then, um, you know, this, uh, you know, being okay with letting, letting go in the moment and not like, we're just like hustling all the time, especially us as New Yorkers. Like we, you know, I'm sure you've, I'm sure you feel that. Yep. Um, and you want a second to just like let it go and like be, be reckless, you know, as you'll hear in the lyrics. So there's that element to it also. Great. Well, I want to play it for everyone. Sweet. All right. Here is You Could Be the Moon by Hillary Caps. You could be the moon tonight. You could be the sun burning tomorrow. We've been running farther and faster than they could believe. Would you be reckless?
everyone, and welcome back to Pop Rocks on Radio Free Brooklyn. That was Hillary Caps with You Could Be the Moon from our upcoming full-length album, The Way Back Home. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were just talking about your two releases, You Could Be the Moon and Slow Motion. Now, I texted you telling you how much I love Slow Motion. I love both of them, by you the did. way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you Could Be the Moon. Also, now that like I re-listened now... And you telling me that you had like a jazz background. I can hear like a mm-hmm. jazziness to it too. It's so true. It's so real. Yeah. I mean, especially when I first wrote that song, it was like even jazzier maybe. So it's it's definitely rooted in that. And I like that there's little pieces of my background that still come through in the in the yeah, pop songs, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's what makes it stand out from like any other pop cool. music. Yeah. But yeah, now I hear it. Like I'm like, oh. Yeah, that makes sense then. Because jazz is probably, it's probably at this point just like ingrained in your soul. You probably wouldn't even know that you're writing like anything that was like semi-jazzy. No, fully. It's, yeah, yeah. My, it's like part of you. Yeah, my band will have to remind me sometimes. It's like this, <laughs> no, 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 this is a gospel tune or like this is, you know. <laughs> like, <pretty> please. <laughs> uh, but let's talk slow motion. Um, tell me a little bit about that song. Yeah, slow motion. I also wrote, a couple a couple of years ago it's definitely more recent though um and it's about you set yourself up and you paint this picture of your future when you're younger that's like this is exactly what's going to happen and you know sometimes sometimes it's just not well actually often for most people it's just exactly the opposite you yep. know so it's about being able to both for like in in a partnership or for yourself like be able to let go of that and be okay that's a big part of it and it's also similar to what i was saying about you could be the moon and that you know just wanting to be able to start from a a clean slate to be able to slow down <laughs> obviously <Yeah. laughs> this is Literally. this is the soaring chorus here yeah. <laughs> um you know i think it's it's interesting these songs and a lot of my songs have a lot to do with just craving to be able to live in the moment more and how cool it is in those moments when you're able to just live in slow motion and really like hone in on those like tiny details when you you know a lot of the time feel like you're you're falling behind for whatever reason so totally yeah when you wrote it did you have you imagine the production to be the way it sounds now like that's such a full heavy, no. awesome production <laughs> no i didn't yeah <laughs> it's awesome and this is why it's so cool to collaborate with with people and different producers that you may not have because i love the song so much and so much more than i thought that i would um and it's very different from the way that i planned it in my head but it's even better and so uh, yeah it just makes me yeah it makes me happy yeah it's yeah. cool it's it's definitely for me and like listening to your music, it's it's like very different. Like it's a, yes. it's like sounds like a different a different vibe, which it, I love. Me too. Yeah, it's like a nice it's a nice progression. I think. Yeah. From you know, it's not too far for me, but it's no, a nice no. step it's, forward. It's and, like you said, like the soaring chorus is really that's that's the part that I was like, oh man, totally. Oof. It has a little bit more of like a groove to it or yeah. something. Um, yeah, John was like, I don't know if you're so he basically he collaborated on this with um with. Benny Benson, who's another amazing producer, and he was like, "So yeah, it's it's got a little bit of a hip hop feel," and I was like, "Huh, what?" Um, <laughs> but then I heard it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's not like it's just a little bit, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little bit in there, but it's mixed in enough with like the organic sounds of you know just my vocal yeah. and the songwriting itself that I think it was like a really beautiful collaboration between totally. the three of us." Yeah, yeah, 
Well, I love it. I want to play it for everyone now. Sweet. So here is Slow Motion by Hillary Caps. Slow Motion by Hillary Caps, And uh, we were just talking about how much I love your artwork for this for this release, for both those songs. Yay, thank you so much. It was <laughs> really cool. And I had people, when I posted it, they like, were DMing me like, sick work. And I was like, yeah, I think it's really cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, people were definitely yeah. into it too. So I think it's cool. Um, is that the album cover or... 
Yeah, so that's it's not going to be the album cover, but there will be um, a different variation on that artwork for each of the four phases leading up to the full album. So you got the full, you got the new moon, a uh, little beautiful artwork, and then you get a, you know the waxing full and waning um, with a you know little surprise variation to each one. So sweet, and that yeah, that artwork I collaborated on with. Uh, her name is Robin Reddish, and she goes by Stolen Painting on uh, on yeah, Instagram. I follow her now. <laughs> yeah, her her art is so cool. It's just like really interesting surrealist collage stuff, and she uses all vintage magazines. Uh, no way. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh. I, I mean, for the most part, anyway, that's like the the yeah. biggest part of her work. And I liked that element of it since I have the as we were talking about earlier, like the jazz influence, you know, and I have sort of. I feel like I'm sort of an old soul in some ways. So I liked having the vintage quality to yeah. it also. Um, so yeah, that person is not me on there. It's just like a yeah, yeah, yeah. vintage cutout <laughs> of, uh, for those of you who don't know me. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, look at her. Yeah. <laughs> Very vintage. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Um, cool. Another cool collab. I feel like this question is already answered, but I want to know if there were any like themes on this album. I'm assuming that the themes are like similar to the moon phases, but are there any like from you as a songwriter um, themes that, that you talk about in this album? Yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, like I said, balance and like the balancing act of life, I think is a big part of this. Um, living in the moment comes into like a lot of the different songs. Um, my song neon that'll be coming out soon talks a lot about like that as well. I was going to ask you about neon. So I'm going to get to that. after. She's coming. (laughs) coming. I've been waiting on neon for a while. Yeah. I love me neon. Um, and yeah. And then also just like the concept of, of home, which does also, I think tie into the, the moon phase, you know, she's like sort of our, we've got earth mother, moon mother. And it's like this sort of sense of, of home. Like the moon is always with you. And I think that, yeah, the way back home is, you know, what the album is called just kind of ties into this feeling of always searching for a sense of home, not necessarily like wanting to go back to your childhood home or whatever, maybe that, but um, just that, that sense of, um, of comfort and being able to live in the moment. Yeah. And Neon's a great song. I know I I can't play it yet. It's not out yet. I know. But but I'll come back. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Come back. I'll play it then. Um, But that's a really cool song. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, And there's another song that you wrote that's like, I know very personal, probably weird to talk about on the radio, but the the song about your friends who who, uh, separated. Yeah. Um, that will that be on this album as well? It will, yeah. Oh my gosh. So a lot of the songs that you heard the other night will be on the album. Um, that song's called "Color Me In." Yes. When you when you because that one again you must have written a long time ago too because I think I saw that in like 2017. Yep. That one. Yep. <laughs> that one. I no joke cried when I when you sang it. Great. That's I my goal. Love time. it. <laughs> I, I I like cried immediately. It's a gorgeous gorgeous song. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited to as with all these songs, get that one out into the universe for people to hear. Cause I think it's important. Um, you know, it's a different perspective, different take on, on a, on a love story, you know, and how relationships can, yeah, I mean, if you guys haven't heard about the song yet, which yeah, you probably sorry, haven't, I can me, give you a little background. Yeah, tell yeah. us about the song. <laughs> um, yeah. The song, um, which will be out um, actually in the next Woo-hoo. segment. Um, I'll tell you that. Yes. Um, will it's yeah i wrote it about some dear friends of mine who were they were married for about 13 years and then they decided 
to separate but remain good friends. Um, and they, you know, were just kind of figuring out what they wanted that to to look like. And we're they're just the most beautiful couple. And it was it was kind of a like a weird, shocking thing, especially if you're in a relationship to be like, whoa. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely impactful. And yeah, the song just kind of like came right out of me. It was one of those ones that I wrote probably in a couple of hours. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's it's an homage also to like being able to live your true self because the woman in the relationship you know, she came out as gay and she wanted to, you know, be be in that true self relationship and get good for her, you mm-hmm. know. And so they they went their ways and colored it in. Yeah, colored it in. <laughs> yeah. How did they feel when they heard the song for the first time? Also cried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can only um, imagine. Yeah, I think it meant. I think it meant a lot. I think it was both like, "Whoa, this this is a lot um, to to hear and take in," and also like, like how much it affected me, maybe. Um, but also like just like really grateful and how cool to have a song inspired by you too. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And such a beautiful song. And it, it was just going through, it was basically going through your emotions as a friend and talking about the situation, but there was no like judgment of any sort. It was mostly like you said, I feel like the shock of like, oh my gosh, like sometimes we like dramatize these couples, couples mm-hmm. who date for a long time yeah. or who are married for a long time to be like, no, they're the perfect couple. Nothing yep. bad can go wrong. They're, and, yeah. they're everything. They're perfect. And you just never know, you know, you know. don't know what's going on with people in a relationship or in their own heart or whatever. So, and it's just so cool how both of them were so supportive of each other in that process, which was the most beautiful part. So I'm very excited to share that song. Um, you did put out a few singles in back in 2017. Yes. Uh, you put out remind me, which was, that was your Christmas one, right? Correct. Yeah. That was a great one. That was fun. It's on my Christmas playlist. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, magic and last call. Yeah. Uh, awesome songs. And then last year you gifted us, you and Anthony gifted us. Yeah. Um, painted on. Yes, we did. Uh, which was awesome. What was the inspo behind? I mean, we talked a little bit about it before, but what was the inspo behind, uh, painted on? Well, you know, we, Anthony and I, my my partner, Anthony Farina, who's the guitarist on all these songs on the album, um, we've been collaborating for nine years now since we met. And, you know, we were in the rock band together, which is how we met. But then, you know, he's always, he's played for me. And then, you know, he has his own project, Ghostly Times, which is amazing. Um, but we haven't, everyone's like, oh, are you a duo? Or like, do you guys do that also? And we never really did. And it, for some reason just felt we were we were writing these songs that didn't really fit with Hillary Caps, didn't really fit with Ghostly Times. And it just totally felt right to do a project that was just us. Um, and also to have sort of the control of it, of just writing the song, oh, this is beautiful. Let's go in the other room, like our home studio, and just record it and get it done and put it out. And just sort of the the ease of that, just a very different perspective from, you know, I mean, collaborations are so amazing and I'm so happy that the full length album of, of mine is the way that it is, but mm-hmm. it's a very different process yeah. to like work with so many different people and, you know, different, different workflows and everything. So it's nice to, it was nice in, in, in parallel with that to, to birth painted on and, and be able to just put some, some other music out there and not make it and kind of make it a little bit less genre, Yeah, you know? Um, I thought I would play a little game with you. Great. It's called Random Question Generator. Okay. And it's called that because I literally went online and used a random 
question generator. Oh my gosh. And so <laughs> it just pops up with random questions. So I'm going to spin the wheel and I'm going to ask you random questions that pops up. Can't wait. All right. Here's the wheel. <laughs> Fancy. I know, right? Yeah. Um, who is your favorite character from a show, movie, or book? Oh my gosh. Forrest Gump. Ooh, good yeah. one. So oh, good. So good. Tom, Tom Hanks just winning it every time. Oh my yeah. gosh. All right. Do you care about fashion and what style of clothes do you usually wear? Hmm. Yes and no. I mean, I like, you know, being sort of fashiony for my shows. I mean, we just talked about the moon suit. That yeah, was that was fun. <laughs> yep. Um, for those of you listening, it wasn't an actual moon suit. That would have been cool too. That would have been also cool. Man on the Moon status. Yep, yep. But I don't know if I could rock that quite as well. I don't know. <laughs> it was just a classic blazer and pants situation with moons on it. Um, so I'm into that for shows, definitely, and I like experimenting. Um there will definitely be some more moon outfits along the way on this yes. journey, for sure. Yes. <laughs> you know, just really going with the theme. Go bring with it, it home. Bring it home. Um, but yeah, otherwise, lately, I've just been wanting to wear like a t-shirt and jeans or sweatpants, to be real. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how I've been feeling. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. That's been my vibe. It's always yeah. t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, we're both in band yeah, t-shirts right now. Yeah, we actually kind of match. <laughs> like our colors it. match. Kimber and Stevie Nicks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it. we definitely match right now. <laughs> Next question. Um, what would your warning label say if everyone was required to wear one? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, these questions are so random. She's sensitive. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Sensy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes in a great way, sometimes in a like, oh, come on, Hillary, you're really crying again. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, what do you get every time you go grocery shopping? What's your um, go-to? Okay. Uh, my go-to every time. Every time. Well, yeah. Okay. Oat milk, I guess. Ooh, yes. I need to have oat milk, but that also means I need to have coffee at home too. So it's kind of like in tandem. They go. They go in tandem. I'll mm -hmm. get like, the, if it's summer, cold brew, Grady's cold brew with oat milk. Um, and then, you know, in the winter, just bags of coffee and oat milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. You know what I just got? I just got one of those frothers. Have you oh, used those that? are the best. Mine uh, recently ran out of batteries, oh, so I need to I need to get up on that game again. Yep. Yeah, I got my first one, and I'm like, how did I live? It's a game changer. It really is. Yeah. My weekend, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, foam. Just, yeah, foam. <laughs> All the foam. All the oat milk foam. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love right. the wheel. <laughs> What easy thing do you most often screw up? What easy thing do I most often screw up? Probably math. <laughs> Man, I, I teach math now. Oh, well, yeah. good for you. And then I, you're the no, wrong I'm, person to talk to about this. <laughs> no, I still screw it up. I still oh screw my God. up. But just, yeah. just don't ask me a math question. <laughs> math isn't easy, though. It's not an easy thing to screw okay, up. Okay, okay. That's hard. true. That's but, true. But okay. I get it. That's yeah. still a really good one. Great. <laughs> Oh, the slow, Ooh, the slow, the slow wheel. wheel. Slow it down. Oh. Oh, did we win? Oh, I guess <laughs> so. Um, what job would you be terrible at? Oh. I know. They, they've got negative. Screwing yeah, out terrible warning Whew. labels. Um, I would definitely be terrible at lots of things, <laughs> but uh, like I'm really blessed that I am a singer. I have a voice, I guess. <laughs> Um, I would, 
anything like physical, like I'm not, you know, I'm not very handy. So I definitely would be really bad at being like a carpenter or a mm. plumber or anything like that. Just not going to happen. Same. Always need to hire someone for that or rely on my mom. She's really good at those things. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> same thing. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. About <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's do one more. Great. Oh, back to the fast wheel. <laughs> she sped up. She's she's back. <laughs> All right. Um, what song do you feel compelled to sing along to every time you hear it, even if you don't know all the words? Oh. Well, the the not knowing the words thing makes me think about Bon Iver because I never know what oh he's saying. When I when I just read that, I was like, oh, for sure, Bon Iver. Right? Because okay. I sing along. I, I was always, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm singing. Totally making it up. It's funny because then all the couple of times that I've like covered little Bon Iver snippets, I'm like, oh, that's what he's saying. But then I'm also wondering, like, is it though? Or is the internet just guessing? I know. I've been singing <laughs> nonsense words, but in like falsetto. I mean, whatever. That can be fun too. It is fun. We should, there should just be like a cover album of Bon Iver songs of like people singing what they think yes. he's saying. That would yes. be great. Let's do that. Let's do that. We'll put yeah. out a, a cover album of, <laughs> Can't of wait. just Bon Iver <laughs> nonsense words. People will love it. Yeah, he'd definitely be into it. Um, well, a lot of things to look forward to. Full length album, May 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, your next The Waxing Moon and your second release will be March 6th. Right? Coming, coming and, right up. Yeah. Right up. You said four songs for that one. Yep. Woohoo. Very exciting. <laughs> Color Me one of them, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, can't wait to cry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just be weeping just by yourself. Exactly. All my cancers <laughs> out there. This one's for you. Um, Love it. Again, thank you so much. Thanks for, for having me, Evan. coming in. I appreciate it. So much fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening.